Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. <laughs> 
God, amen. We thank God for this is the that the Lord has made. Amen. And we thank God for another opportunity, another time to be in the house of prayer. Amen. Just one more time. Truly, this is the day that the Lord has made. And we will rejoice. We're already rejoicing, and we are glad in it. Thank you so much tonight for being a part of Bishop Omar Zachary and Family Ministries here, where our motto is, Ministry Starts at Home. Amen. Amen. I doubt five folks to just type that in, Ministry Starts at home. Amen. Amen. We we say it every Thursday night. Amen. Ain't no sense in not saying it tonight. Amen. Be great at home first. Amen. I challenge every amen, every believer, amen, every pastor, amen, every bishop, amen, every apostle, whatever you claim to be, amen. Amen. Be great at home. Amen. Every evangelist, every mother, amen. Missionary. Be great at home. Man, if you're great at home, then you're automatically great wherever else you go. Amen. Tonight, we would like to call your attention to the Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 26th chapter. Amen. Matthew, the 26th chapter. And we would like to discuss on tonight from the verses 36 through 46. Matthew, amen. Matthew, the 26th chapter. Beginning at verse 36. Amen. We also like to welcome all of those that are listening by way of Chaos Blog Talk Radio. Amen. Those of you that are listening amen, all over the country, all over the world, in Nassau, Bahamas, in Germany, amen, in, in uh, uh, amen. London, England, amen, and wherever else, amen. We thank God, amen, just for another night. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice. We're already rejoicing, and we are yet glad in it. Amen. Once again, we thank you so much for tuning in on tonight. Amen. To Bishop Omar Zachary and Family Ministries. Amen. All of us are here tonight. Amen. My precious wife is here. She was on the drums a moment ago. Amen. And Pamela, amen, was uh, leading us in praise and worship. Amen. My oldest daughter, Martin. My children, Zach. Amen. Ice pick is on the drums now. So, amen. We thank God. Amen. Ice pick just kind of floats around. Sunday he was playing the keyboard. Yeah. Amen. He's on the drums. Amen. Right now. Amen. So we want to deal. Amen. We we we've been up since about six up this morning. We had our early morning uh, Bible study. Amen. With the men of this great community. Somebody. Good men, great men in this community. So we talked about this on this morning, talking from the subject, my cup. Amen. My cup. Amen. If someone could put that out there, amen. We're going to talk tonight from the subject, my cup. Amen. That's, I believe I no doubt have ministered from this several times, but uh, we'll take time to minister from it again from the subject. My cup. Yes. Amen. My, my right. cup. Amen. Matthew 26. Amen. Verse 36 through 46. Amen. We'll be through definitely by eight. I want you to continue to pray for us. Pray that God will. Amen. Continue to strengthen us. I haven't been feeling well since last Friday night, but every day God is strengthening me. Amen. Giving us strength. Amen. Uh, resurging us, refusing us, and reviving us. And we're so grateful. Amen. For what God is doing. Father, in Jesus' name, as we come down and preach and teach your word, 
We ask that you send your anointing that makes preaching and teaching easy. That the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart, be acceptable in thy sight. Let no flesh give any glory in this service. But all glory and honor goes to you. In Jesus' name, every heart shall. Amen. 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 All right. Tonight, we want to deal, amen, for the next, amen, 25, 30, 35 or so minutes from the subject, my cup. Amen. My cup. And I did an illustration uh, earlier this morning, amen, about 6.30 this morning. We did an illustration with men. Uh, we had each and every one of them grab a cup and to right now one, two, or three things that they would uh, uh, like to be in their cup. Yes. Amen. And each man, there's probably about ten of us, amen, this morning, each man grabbed the pen, grabbed the cup, grabbed the piece of paper, and uh, they wrote down uh, one, two, three different things that they desired, uh, that they wanted to be in their cup, in their specific cup. And one thing we recognized about each cup, uh, each individual cup, was that each individual cup was different. Let me hear you shout, different. And each cup was different. And uh, even though, uh, for the most part, everyone said something different, but on the other hand, there was something similar. And, and some of these things, as I told them as we was going through the Bible study, Amen. I was sharing with them, you know, it's not, it's not a right or wrong. It's just, uh, it's just kind of our nature, our human nature to, if you give us the option of what we're going to put in our cup, amen, we're going to uh, put good things. And some of the men were saying favor and uh, wisdom and knowledge and different things like that, uh, uh, prosperity, uh, family health and financial, uh, you know, blessings and different things like that that they placed in their cup. And as we went around the room, amen, uh, we, we noticed that even though the cups were different, some of the answers were similar. Cups were different. Some of the answers similar. But by the time we got into this lesson and they started, amen, they started saying, wait, wait a minute, we, we put the wrong thing. We put the wrong thing. And I had to explain to them, it's not that you was putting the wrong thing. You put what was in your heart. You put the right thing. But a lot of times, and in most cases in life and in our cup, we really don't determine what goes in it. It's our cup. And generally when you own something, you get to decide what goes in and out of it. But with the cup of life, we got this nice cup here, this M&M cup. Amen. It's not even my cup, uh, but it's a nice cup, amen, and it looked like it would be nice to hold Eminem's. This would be a nice little treat cup. I think we got this from Disney Springs or somewhere, somewhere while on vacation. Uh, this cup looks real nice and could hold, no doubt, a bunch of Eminem's, the peanut kind, yeah, or the, uh, you know, so late in the night when you're a little lunchy, a little snacky, you can go in here. I don't know if it was filled at one time. I think it was. It was. It didn't take long for it to uh, get empty, but it, at one time it was filled. Amen. And in our cups of life, sometimes we would like for it to look right. We would like for it to look good all the time. We would like for it to be presentable. Amen. All the time. But uh, uh, unfortunately, 
Amen. The truth of the matter is, in this cup of life, we don't always get to determine and we don't always get to dictate what's placed inside of our cups. Okay? And the thing about it is, yeah, sometimes it would seem nice, it would seem uh, kind of good if you could trade your cup with someone else. But unfortunately, you can't trade your cup. It's your cup. It has your name. It has your number. It has your identification. And even if you try to give it to somebody else, God has a way, amen, of breaking that cup right back to you, amen, in order for you to drink your cup. Just look at the thing and say, I got to drink my cup. I got to drink and sometimes the cup will be bitter. Yes, we would like to have always good health. We would like to have always finances, good finances, and, and, and good raises, good jobs, and good houses, good marriages, and good children. Y'all ain't talking to me tonight, but unfortunately, that's not real life. Because we don't get to determine. There's some things that, you know, we do play a part. There's some things that we do get to determine that goes in here. But ultimately, we don't really have much of a say on other things. Yeah. I thought I had the right church tonight. Amen. That life has a way of throwing something in here. You thought it was lemonade, but uh, you forgot, amen, that by the time you drunk it, you found out life actually made it just living water. Amen. You thought it was going to be sweet, but once you start tasting that cup, you found out that that cup was bitter. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. You thought you would order sweet tea, but when it comes out, amen, it's unsweetened tea. And if, if you don't like unsweetened tea, there's no way you're going to drink that. You're going to ask for some splendor, some equal, or some honey, or something to try to put in that tea to make that thing sweeter. And as I shared with the men this morning, that there's no way if you like, amen, uh, uh, coffee with two or three cups of cream and sugar, there's no way you're going to accept, amen, a cup of coffee that's just black, that, that don't have no cream, that don't have no sugar in it. Amen. If you like to drink an Arnold Palmer, amen, and generally a lot of times they ask if you want Arnold Palmer, do you want sweet tea with it? Amen. And generally, if that's what you like, you're going to ask for the sweet tea to be in the mixture because there's a certain taste, y'all ain't talking to me tonight, there's a certain taste that you're looking to have, amen, to quench your thirst. Look at somebody say, it's the sweet one. So we got to look at our cups. There are cups in, in life. We all have cups. Amen. And I'm not going to be too low, but that we all have cups. Amen. And I just want to encourage you tonight to, amen, to, to, to straighten up, get your, amen, wash your face, brush your teeth, get yourself looking right, get yourself to doing right, and understand you got to be prepared for whatever is in your cup. You got to be prepared to drink whatever is in your cup. No, you can't give it to your pastor. Amen. You can't give it to the pastor's wife. You can't give it to your mama. You can't give it to your daddy. That cup that you have, amen, is designed for you. Amen. Oh, help me tonight. I feel a little bit better already. That cup that you have on tonight is destined for you. You got bad news from the doctor. It's part of your cup. But you got a bad dose in the mail, but it's part of your cup. It's got your name on it. As much as I love my wife, when the mail comes into this house, uh, y'all ain't saying that to be here. When the mail comes to this address, Amen. If it says Pamela M. Zachary on it, I understand that mail is for her. And if she decides to share it with me, 
Somebody need to type that in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes God will allow your enemy to be a blessing to you. So everybody we can't get rid of. And I know sometimes it's just good to just say, just get rid of but Sometimes God has folks hanging around you, amen, just so that they can be there to bless you. They don't even, sometimes they don't even know why they're still hanging out. They don't even know why they're showing up. But they find themselves around you and talking about you and in your circle, knowing that they don't like you. But some way and somehow, God would touch their heart for this to be a blessing to you. Now, like I've said through the years, especially through the last year, amen, I've learned now graduating to the point where, amen, I, I still don't. I used to say, look, if you mad, don't give me nothing. But now I understand, I don't care if you're mad or not. Amen. The Lord can use anybody to bless me. Amen. I'm mature enough that I take mad money. Amen. Overnight, if you get mad at night, and you send an offering, God bless you. I appreciate it. Amen. We'll spend it just the same. Then coming Jesus to Gethsemane. Coming with them, this is the eleventh. Unto a place called Gethsemane. And said unto the disciples, Sit ye here, while I go and pray yonder. Look at 37. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. So we got we got about two, three different stages that we see right now. The first stage was we see Jesus with the twelve. Then we see him with the eleven. Then we see from the eleven in the Garden of Gethsemane, he takes three. Okay, so we see three different cutdowns. We see 12, we see 11, we see 3. Okay, sometimes you got too many. Amen. You don't think you got enough, sometimes in life you got too many. Amen. I know we look for friends on Facebook and, and, and folks on Instagram and people to follow us and all that, but amen, be careful when you, when you, who are you be praying. I'm going to say that again. Now, I don't have Facebook. We got, I got the little church thing, but amen. Be careful who you befriend, who you friend, and who you allow to be a part of your circle. Amen. You, you and me, you might be fine, but you might have somebody else that's a part of you that don't like me. And, and I preached the message about a year and a half or so ago about looking at me through somebody else's eyes. Amen. And if you're not strong enough, you and this person could be doing all right. But you get to talking with somebody else. That if you're not strong enough to have you looking at this person that ain't getting nothing to you, have you looking at them all cross-eyed. But Jesus tells them three to sit ye here while I go and pray yonder. Amen. He went from twelve to the eleven, from eleven to three. But then he had to he had to do something else. He had to go a little farther. I wish you would just look at somebody you got a name and not just tell yourself, I got to go a little farther. So I, say, I know you want me to stay right here with you, but I must needs go a little farther. Jesus went from 12 to 11, went from 11 to 3, went from 3, he had to go by himself. Sometimes in life, we just got to get along with God. Amen. Nothing wrong with prayer problems and, and all that. Nothing wrong with intercessory prayer and all that. That's good. Amen. I'm not against that. But sometimes you got to go a little bit farther because you ultimately know Know what's in this cup. And based on your cup, it's going to determine how far you need to go. And it also will determine how many folks can go with you. Because everybody can't go everywhere with you. Stop taking, stop trying to take folks everywhere with you. Amen. If somebody done showed you who they are, believe them. You ain't got to plead the blood of Jesus. Don't stop. They done showed you who they are, believe them. 
Amen. Grow up. Amen. If they showed you who they are, believe them. So have the mind and have the, the audacity, have the strength, have the courage to go even if you have to go by yourself. You don't need nobody to go with you to Walmart. Amen. Go by yourself. You don't need nobody to go shopping with you all the time. Go by yourself. You don't need nobody to go get you go with you all the time to get your nails done, get your hair done, get your toes done. Amen. Go by yourself. Amen. Can't spiritual rules so years ago that I go if I have to go by myself. Amen. Verse 37, he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to be sorrowful and very heavy because of the cup. Jesus began to be sorrowful and very heavy. He couldn't share everything. He had, amen, throughout the, from the age of 30 to 33 and a half, he began to share bits and pieces. Okay, with his disciples, he began to share them to try to warn them to prepare them for what's going to come, to prepare them for his cup, amen, with the understanding that they too shall have a cup, amen. This says, amen, verse 38, this says he unto them, my soul, is, my soul is exceeding sorrowful, even unto death, tarry ye here and watch with me. So Peter, James, and John, he takes a little farther, amen, and he tells them to carry ye here. Y'all stay here and watch with me. Why would Jesus need them to watch with him, amen, because that hour was coming, that time that that cup was going to have the most bitterness in it. He was approaching the point, amen, the reason for him coming, he was approaching the pinnacle, amen, or the pinnacle of his mountain, amen. He wasn't getting to the mountaintop. He was, that was getting ready to happen, but he was approaching the steepest point of his life, of his earthly life. It was, amen, anybody that's ever walked up a mountain, amen, as long as that mountain is going like this, you can, amen, you can handle it, amen. But the steeper that mountain gets, and generally the closer you get to the top, the steeper it Amen. There's a couple of points on Stone Mountain that I try to walk. Amen. It's not every day, at least two, three times a week. Amen. But the closer you get to the top of it, the steeper it gets. There's even a space on now. Amen. Right after you pass about the halfway point, there's a space on there that goes almost straight up, and there's a there's a ramp there to help. Amen. Help you pull yourself up or help you slow yourself down when you're coming down. But even after this, there's another steeper point. Before you, amen, reach the top of it. That's an incline. Thank you for that. Yeah, the incline is very steep. So Jesus knew now, he, amen, he could carry the 11 to a certain point, but then he needed those three. And sometimes when you need folks the most, well, they are nowhere to be found. And, it, and it's not nothing bad. It's not that they intend to let you down. Just they're not, they, they just can't do it. Okay, everybody just can't do everything. There are some things you got to drink and handle and go through by yourself. We can pray for you. We can be there to encourage you. Amen. But you gonna have to go through it. Let me somebody say, go through it. But Jesus tells them, "My soul is exceeding sorrowful even unto death. Tarry or stay. Wait ye here and watch with me." Verse 39, and he went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed, saying, Oh, my Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. 
Amen. Look at somebody if you got a neighbor say, I got to go a little farther. Jesus went a little farther. Okay? The reason why he went a little farther, amen, and we're going to see him at three different times. This is just the first time. Amen. No doubt he saw you and he saw me. He saw, amen, our struggles. He saw that if he did not accomplish and fulfill what he came for, there would be no way Omar can survive. There would be no way you can survive what you're going through. There would be no way you can drink your bitter cup. So him being our example showed us he who knew no sin took on the bitterness of sin. He took on the bitterness of your sin, the bitterness of my sin, the bitterness of mankind's sin, all because he loves us, all because he cares for us. Amen. It's a love story. Look, somebody says it's a love thing. Somebody asked the question years ago, what's love got to do with it? Well, I got the answer for it. Love got everything to do with it. So he went a little farther and fell on his face. And prayed, saying, oh, my Father, if it be possible, let this cup, somebody shout cup, pass from me. Let this bitterness, let this, this thing, this sickness, this divorce, my child, my children crazy. They ain't doing nothing, they ain't doing nothing I train them. The children are crazy, my family crazy. Job crazy, my career, I don't even know. I went to school, paid all this money, spent all this time, and only like what I'm doing. I didn't know my marriage was going to be like this. I didn't know he was that crazy. I didn't know she was that crazy. This cup is bitter. So Jesus goes to the Father and said, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, somebody shout nevertheless. nevertheless. Not as I will. But as thou will. So not only do you need to make the go farther, but in your father you have to develop and mature to the place of having a nevertheless in your spirit. You're not feeling good, nevertheless. Not even looking good, nevertheless. You don't know how to end, so be nevertheless. Things are not people that made your promises and have not fulfilled their promises to you, nevertheless. The church told you that they had you, and you find out the church can't do it. Nevertheless, you was counting on your mama, counting on your father, your sister, your brother, your siblings told you we got you, and, and they were not able to fulfill what they said. Nevertheless, death came. Nevertheless, divorce came. Nevertheless, sickness came. Nevertheless, I lost my job. Nevertheless, they're taking my house. Nevertheless. Amen. But if they take him the car, nevertheless. And I want to challenge everyone listening to me tonight, watching me tonight, you've got to develop a nevertheless. In other words, I know when I don't feel like it. Amen. I love when I'm talked about, when they hate on me. I, amen. When I'm despitefully used and saying all manner of evil against me, hopefully. Amen. God, I'll still try to do what you tell me to do. I'll do it. Send me, I'll go. Because I've graduated from kindergarten. Now I'm getting ready to go through high school. And I've developed a nevertheless. In other words, when you say nevertheless, you're saying not my will. It don't matter what I think. It don't matter what I think. Whatever God says, yeah. 
And a lot of times we try to get out of it easy. We say, well, I'm waiting on the Lord to tell me. Amen. If you get in your word, if you get in your Bible, he's already spoken. Nevertheless. Somebody shout, nevertheless. You need it. You need it. You got to get it. Because in this cup, everything is not going to be the way you want it. Your husband ain't going to do it always the way you want it. Your wife ain't going to do it always the way you want it. Your children ain't going to always do it the way you think they should. But you got to develop it nevertheless. The church ain't going to always do the way. Amen. God knows I'm a pastor. I've been pastor now almost 13 years. Amen. I ain't going to do it all the way the way you think I should. But I developed and you got to develop it nevertheless. Nevertheless, who else fails me? You got to understand and know that God has never failed. Your pastor, amen. If I'm your pastor, I'm liable to fail you. Amen. Yes, man, well, amen. Liable to fail you. Amen. I'm liable to do something that you don't think I should have done. I'm liable to make a decision that you don't agree with. Amen. But that, that's okay. Amen. But God, you got to develop a nevertheless what anybody else does and says. is what does God do and what does God say about me? Look at somebody shout, nevertheless. We got to mature. We got to develop, nevertheless. Verse 40, and he cometh unto his disciples and finds them asleep. And says unto Peter, man, why could you not watch with me one hour? This is his inner circle. The ones he shared intimate time with. But in the most crucial time of his life, when he was counting on them most, they were not able to walk with him. They were not able to do what he needed them to do. They were not able to give him that encouragement. They were not able to give him that excitement, okay, that encouragement, that excitement, that zeal, that it's going to be all right. Sometimes you're going to be looking for a handout and a handout and a pat on the back, and you're not going to get it from those that you think you should. You better learn to go to God. Amen. So I told y'all a couple weeks ago, don't go to your pastor about everything. Amen. Lord, let's go to our pastor about everything. Pastor don't need to know everything. Amen. Amen. He, he, Lord, amen. Let's stress on the pastor better. You got direct access to God through Jesus Christ. Amen. The pastor don't preach about him. Lord, don't give him what to say. Amen. Develop mature enough where you can go to God on your own. Amen. So Jesus tells them in 41, watch and pray that you enter not into temptation. For the spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Okay? They was willing to, to, to get to that point with him. But it came, it came to a place where their flesh would not allow them to do what they probably wanted to do or what Jesus asked them to do. Not necessarily that they were in sin, but they were not able. Their flesh was weak. They were tired. They had just ate dinner. <laughs> and y'all know how y'all know how we are. Better black folk, amen. Black folk eat, amen. Eat, eat some cornbread, amen, and drink some sweet tea, drink a little juice, amen. Eat some chicken or something. We do. Somebody say cabbage, Lord, amen. Amen. So he went away again the second time. And pray, saying, Oh, my Father, if this cup may not pass away from me except I drink it, thy will be done. So he goes back and he prays again about his cup. And he brings up his cup again. If it, if, Lord, is your will that this cup don't pass unless I drink it, then thy will be done. 
So you got to develop a father, being able to go father. You got to make develop an everlasting. You got to make develop an end, ending of saying thy will. I told you that earlier. Nevertheless, basically meaning thy will. Not my will, but thy will be done. Now watch this agony. Even though Jesus says that. Okay? Look at verse 43. And he came and found them asleep again, and their eyes were heavy. And he left them, so, amen, he, this is the second time he comes back, they sleep again. Okay? But at the end of that second prayer, he said, I will be done. But this cup was so bitter, what Jesus was getting ready to have to go through was so bitter, he went back to his father a third time, even after saying, your will be done. He goes back in verse 43, and he came and found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy. Here we go right here, 44. And he left them and went away again, and prayed the third time, saying the same words. What were those words? Oh, my father, if this cup may not pass away from me, except I drink it, thy will be done. Jesus went three times. Sometimes we think, well, you go to the Lord and leave it there, and that's it. No, sometimes you got to keep going. Sometimes you may not get that answer right there when you think you should. And I don't know who told you every answer from God is going to be yes. God answers all his children's prayers, but sometimes the, the, the answers are not always yes. Amen. The answer can be no. The answer can be wait. The answer can be right, not right now. Not right now. Right. Come on, he can say yes. He can say no. He can say maybe. Yes. He can say later on. Yes. Just because you pray for it, that doesn't mean it's going to happen all the time. If it didn't happen for Jesus, what makes you think it's going to happen for you? And Jesus went three times. I'm almost through now. He just went three times. And he, he, he was perfect. Perfect. Here we are nasty, mean, negative, jumping on folks. Yep. Amen. Conniving and calling ourselves saved and doing all kinds of stuff. And then we want to go to God and, and get mad when he don't say yes. Thank you, God, don't say yes to everything. No. Okay? So, verse 44, I'm almost through. And he left them and went away again and prayed the third time, saying the same words. Yeah. Third time. Some of you have been asking God for stuff. Well, keep asking. Okay? Keep asking. Just because the answer is not yes right now, don't mean it may not be yes later on. Okay? But sometimes God will say no because he knows what's best. But you've got to graduate so you go farther and then develop nevertheless and then graduate to not my will, but thy will. Be done. Okay? Almost through. Verse 45 and 46, and I'm through. Then come he to his disciples and says unto them, Sleep on now and take your rest. Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise. Let us be going. Behold, he is at hand that doeth betray me. That was Judas. Behold, he's at hand. He's at hand that, that will betray me. It's, it's done. Because Jesus got to the point where he knew it had to be nevertheless. 
And yeah, sometimes I like that shame. Sometimes a delay. A delay is not necessarily a denial. Okay, but trust God with your cup. There's some things, some of the most bitter things I've ever drunk is uh, vinegar. What's that? Apple cider with vinegar. Nasty. Just nasty. Just nasty. But it's good for you. Good for you. Helps clean you out. Helps a lot of nutritious values to it. But it's bitter. It's bitter going down. But it's good for the belly. There's going to be some bitter things in your cup. I wish that all our cups could look like this and for our whole life to be like this. M&M's, you know, and everything just, you know, educated just one of it. You know, ladies, potato chips, and different things, but, you know, that, that's not life. It's going to be bitter. But have the faith and confidence. I'm through. I may have overdid it a little bit tonight. Have the faith and have the confidence to know I can go further. I got to. Because I must develop and I must work out my nevertheless. Because I'm on my way to learning and maturing. I'm on my way to being able to say, not my will, but thy will be done. Take your cup. Jesus had to drink his. And he's counting on you to drink yours. Listen, if this ministry has been a blessing to you on the night of Amen. This has been a blessing. If we spoke in some song, something, um, said something that was a blessing to you on tonight, Amen. We're going to take up our Thursday night offering. If the Lord lays it on your heart, today to give, amen, a love offering on tonight. We have two ways in which you can give. The first way you can give is cash out, dollar sign, OV264. Once again, our cash out, tonight's message, my cup. Amen. Dollar sign, OV264. That's the cash out. Amen. Also, for those that would like to give by debit or credit card or Zelle or need our church address, you can call 678-760-6056. Once again, you can call us directly. Our financial officers are standing by. 678-760-6056. And may the Lord bless you on tonight. Real good. No gift is too small. Certainly no gift is too big. We ask that you give cheerfully as the Lord has blessed you. As the Lord lays it on your heart. Give on tonight. Thank you so much for being a part of our first night family service. Amen. Family cups don't be bitter. But you got the drink. Develop your father. Meaning I got to go farther to Tierra. And as you keep going farther, you'll mature to nevertheless. Once you reach nevertheless, you automatically graduate to thy will be done. Thank you so much for being a part of us tonight on behalf of me and my precious wife and my five children. We love you all so much. Tune back in Sunday morning. Lord, say the same. And then we'll be preaching Sunday morning at 9 o'clock, 9 a.m. in the morning. Praise Tabernacle Church. Tune in Sunday morning at 9 a.m. Amen. Sister Paula, I see you. Amen. Thank you so much for being 
uh, for tuning in tonight, Crystal Paula. God bless you. Amen. Coach Oglesby, God, God bless you, Sister Oglesby. Glad to see y'all on tonight. Amen. This message, Aisha Bella. All right, God bless you, Sister Aisha. Amen. Sister Belcher, thank you so much. Sister Tierra, Elder Blue Amen. I see you. Amen. Thank y'all so much. Amen. Listen, be encouraged. Let's continue to pray for each other. We're looking for some testimonies. Sister Kenya, God bless you. Amen. We see you out there tonight. Amen. Amen. Thank y'all so much, Shan. Amen. My cousin in Nebraska, Tamisha. Amen. Thank you so much. We love all of y'all. Amen. Listen, drink your cup. Don't pour it out, because if you pour it out, it's just going to get filled back up. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you on tonight. We give you name, glory and honor. Help us to drink our cup. Sometimes it's bitter. Sometimes it's sweet. Help us not get too high on the sweet, and help us not to get too low on the bitterness. But we pray that you will help us have balance. We want to get to the point where we can go a little farther. And once we are able to go a little farther, we want to mature to the nevertheless. And once we mature to nevertheless, we can automatically graduate to not my will, but thy will be done. Sister, uh, Sister Paula, our new location is 199 East Colgate Street. Shane, could you put that out there? Or send Sister Paula, her name is under Oprah Peachy. Shane, if you can send Sister Paula our address, there you go. Send that, send that directly to her. Amen. Sister Paula, our Sunday service starts at 9 o'clock. Uh, we're teaming up with Rock of Faith Church. We go from 9 to 10.30. They come in at 10.30. To any other, amen, that want to uh, fellowship with us on a Sunday morning, amen, you're more than welcome. But the, the information is out there. Father, we thank you. We appreciate you. Help us to drink our cups as your son drunk his. He drunk his for our benefit. We must drink ours for our benefit. And because he lives, we can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because we know who holds our future. Life is worth living just because he lives. As we leave this place, remember the present that you strengthen your people. So many uh, prayer requests on Sunday mornings. We believe that you're yet touching, healing, and delivering now. As we leave this place, remember the present Matthew 28, verses 19 through 20, tells us to go to therefore and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And, Lord, I am with you always, even until the end of the world. Drink your cup. God bless you.